We are underway in the postseason, the first playoff game ever played in Orange County. It's a one-two, Godoy, he's found a great ball into Voltsin, plenty of time, he smashes it home and doubles the visitors' lead, Thomas Zena Voltsin. Segbris sprinting forward on the counterattack. A little handsy there, crosses it. Pineda, the extra pass. Seaton finishes! It rolls down to his left and parrying aside. All taken care of by the Orange County keeper. We'll leave it for Aiden Quinn. He'll strike towards goal! And it's gone in! An equalizer and a winner in second half stoppage time for Orange County off the left boot of Aiden Quinn. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, the only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. Follow us on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast and on Facebook at Orange and Black SoccerCast. Yeah. How's it going, Orange County? Welcome to a very special, interesting edition of the Orange and Black SoccerCast, the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club its fans and supporters. I'm your host, Ray Samora, and I'm with you each and every episode as we discuss all themes, Orange County Soccer Club. Joining me as we always got, we've got Dylan from County Line Coalition. We're trying to make our way down to see the, the, to get on the field. Huh? We can't get Dylan on there. I tried. Here, no, hold on. your mic. There you go. Hey. All right. So uh, again, we're here at Championship Soccer Stadium. Orange County Soccer Club has just completed their match against Tijuana or Club Tijuana. Uh, they won five-one over the U20 team from Tijuana, Mexico. Uh, Dylan, just share some quick thoughts of, of the match to recap for our fans that didn't get a chance to see the match. Well, if you didn't see the match tonight. Uh, I don't know if you really missed out on too much. Um, of course, the score looks pretty great, um, and we were pretty clinical to the end, but this was a U-20 team, so we did take them, um, and we're pretty handily beating them. We were not very clinical at the end. We had a lot of chances and didn't convert a lot of them, but um, you know, it's something that's going to come with time. A couple of guys didn't look fit, didn't look comfortable, but as the season goes on, they look better. So if, if you have a hard time feeling this, I apologize. There's some loud music going on. Again, we've just entered the uh, tunnel area. We're going to try and get a chance or try and uh, get an opportunity to speak with a couple players about how the match went uh, out there today. Again, Orange County just finished the match victorious 3-1. or sorry, 5-1. I know there was a couple goals out there by Gio Gatoy. Uh, there was a goal by Harry Forrester. Uh, who else was out there? Michael Seaton converted penalty. Really can tell you. <laughs> if you follow our Twitter feed, you will see who uh, the, the final score of the match or the scores there we we listed uh, during the match. Uh, for a Tuesday night, a free match for the fans, the local fans, there's actually a pretty decent turnout. I would say roughly maybe, what would you say, Dylan, about 1,000 people here or 800 people here? Yeah, they put a good amount of people for a Tuesday night. Um, and it's been cold too, so they did a really good job of that. <laughs> so what we're going to do, uh, once we're going to chance, I see uh, Michael Seaton's uh, about to make his way back into the locker room here. So we're going to try and stop 
Uh, I'll let Dylan uh, take care of that one. If you like Dylan, or do you want me to take it? No, it's it's whatever. Let's see what he wants. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, can we do a quick uh, interview with you? Just seeing so you know we're live right now on YouTube. Okay, okay. All right, so look, there's Michael right here. Oh, there he is. Uh, let's move out of the way so people can get back to the to the room. All right, so uh, Mr. C, first opportunity to get out there and be home fans uh, after some delays and some cancellation on matches. How did uh, how did that go? How did it feel out there on the pitch? Uh, felt good. Felt like we never left home. Um, End of the day, it's still preseason. We're still trying to get the um, rhythm of things with everybody, especially some new guys coming in. But I felt good. Awesome. And you got an opportunity, you got a goal in there. Uh, yeah. That feel good. That felt good. And um, I'm grateful for like Aiden and guys like that. You know what I mean? They 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 allow me to take those opportunities when it comes to boost my confidence. You know what I mean? Vice versa. So I know last year uh, coming into this team, it was a rather new experience for you. You didn't have really any. Uh, uh, relationship built up with a lot of these players. You got to go through a season. You got to build up some chemistry with some of these players, and now you're heading into your second season. Uh, how how are you uh, feeling heading into this season? What are you expecting out of Orange County? Feel the same. Uh, I think we still have the same motivation, same aim. Uh, get, get to where we went last year, but beyond that, you know what I mean. I think that we're going to adjust some things. So we know the mistakes that we made last season, even though we had a great season, but. Awesome. Great job out there. Yeah, Look so forward much. to some more great matches. Appreciate that was Michael Seaton. Uh, had a great match out there for Orange County. I think Dylan's got Walker Hume with him now. Uh, Dylan. Oh, oh. oh but no, you got, you got Michael Seaton. You get, you get Walker Hume now. So I am, of course, live with Walker Hume. Um, Walker, of course, second year. I guess third year now. Uh, second year. Under contract with the club. But what are you looking for out of this year? Yeah, obviously another successful season. You know, we would really want to build off of last year. Um, you know, we got a couple of new guys, but, you know, we got a good full 11 or so guys that uh, returning from last year. We know that, you know, the expectations of this club and, you know, they, they work tirelessly to try and bring in, you know, the best players that they can possibly bring in. So, you know, championships is what we're, what we're striving for this year. How well has been uh, gelling with, considering we bought a good core group back? Uh, how how much easier does that make your preseason? Yeah, it's a lot easier. You know, we we a lot of people know each other, familiar with how they play on the field and how they are off the field. You know, and the new guys that we've signed so far have been uh, you know gelling with the team pretty well, and and they're you know they're good guys, and you know even the trialists have been able to to uh, you know get along with the guys pretty well too. So I think that's helped going forward and going forward as far as uh, you know building our team camaraderie through the season because it's going to be huge. And then how, how far do you think that camaraderie through the season is going to be able to carry us? Uh, what, yeah. what do you think the team can do this year? Yeah, I mean, we can do a lot of good things. You know, I think if we, we stick together and, and, you know, achieve this achieve these goals that we have set for our team as, as a team, I think, uh, you know, re, you know, a championship is, is not, uh, you know, out of the reach for us. All right. Thanks, Walker. All right, thanks. All right. So uh, that was Walker Hume with Dylan there. Uh, you know, again, this was a pretty decent victory out there for the club. I know this is against uh, a, a younger team in a in in Mexico, but still a good opportunity for some of these players to get a chance out there on the pitch to try and uh, uh, you know get ready for the season. Dylan, uh, do you have anything you want to share about the match? Any thoughts on the match? Uh, I just think it's pretty evident that we really haven't had a lot of game time this year so far. Um, we're really lacking that that finishing quality that we had all of last year. Um, but I think, you know, as we get more minutes in, this is really the 180th total of 180 minutes um, actual preseason play we've gotten because of the rain. 
we'll see what happens this week, given that there's supposed to be two more days of rain this week. But, uh, you know, hopefully by the time we're, we're rolling up to Reno, everything's all, all sorted out and starting 11's finalized and everyone's gelling all together and, and getting nice and close. So yeah, it's uh, another great opportunity for fans to see the team and prepare for next season. Um, I was pretty excited to see uh, some goals there from Gio Godoy. Playing with a second unit sometimes can be a little bit more difficult for a player. Uh, you, you have less quality chances probably in that situation because you're not familiar with some of your teammates out there. And the fact that he was able to get not one but two goals during that time uh, ended up being a great thing for him. And, and I'm looking forward to him continuing that super sub role that he played last season with his team, coming off the bench, providing a spark when the team needs it. And uh, I think this this game helps show what potentially can come out of that. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair assessment, especially as, uh, as we move on in the season. You know, Seton generally will tend to pick up a few knocks uh, throughout throughout the course of 34 weeks. So, you know, if Gio's there and Gio's fit and Gio's clinical, um, you know, it helps Michael because he'll need to be on the top of his game to retain his spot. Um, but on top of that, it, it just gives us that other option. It gives us this, this fresh legs in the last 20 minutes to really, really kill teams. So I know it looks like Gio just finished doing an interview back there with, um, I believe, the media from Mexico. I want to see if we can maybe just get a brief moment with him. Hey, Gio, do you have just a couple seconds? All right, we're, we're live right now, by the way, just so you know. All right, so I'm here with Gio Godoy, uh, two goals in the match. Uh, how did it feel? Uh, just take, take us through each of those goals, uh, what you can remember out there. Uh, first goal I can remember, I mean, who had it? It was uh, Savio's on a quick corner kick, and we just, uh, you know, all I know, I got inside the box, and I was a nine. Got to make sure I'm in the box, and have good thing I was in the right spot at the right time, and I got the easy header. Awesome. And, um, you know, getting out there, an opportunity to play with some of these uh, younger guys or these guys that are, are trying to prove themselves to the, to the coaching staff and uh, uh, trying to make their place or trying to uh, get a spot on the team. Uh, what, is, uh, what has it been like for you to sort of maybe embrace as a leadership role to try and help show these, these younger guys or these guys that don't have a guaranteed contract what to do to, to get an opportunity out there? Well, I mean, honestly, it feels good, you know, having to, you know, kind of drag my, these youngsters who are coming in and trying to get a spot on the team just like I did last year. So, you know, it's good to get me out there and know the tactics from season before and just try to get them up to the rhythm to what our style is. And then uh, playing the last match you played against Toronto was in a closed uh, door situation there. You finally got a chance to come out here in front of the, the home fans. Decent turnout, I feel, at the stadium yeah. here for a, a cold Tuesday night, yeah, preseason. Yeah, I didn't expect it <laughs> how, did, uh, how did the fans help motivate or energize the players out there on the pitch if um, they did? I mean, honestly, it feels great. You know, it just pumps you up even more. Even like when I score the goals, you know, just hearing everyone cheer, you know, and show, it just shows, you know, they back us up. So we just got to give them what they want and get the wins, even awesome. if it is preseason. Awesome. Thank you very much, Gio. Thank Good you. job out there. Thanks. All right, so once again, that's Giovanni Godoy. He uh, scored a couple of goals out there in the match for Orange County. Again, a 5-1 victory over uh, Club Tijuana, uh, the U-20 uh, squad for them. But still, it's, it's, it's against an opponent, getting some work out there, and getting a chance to play on your pitch in front of your home crowd definitely uh, helps out when you're trying to get ready for a season. Dylan, what you got to say? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it helps us too as fans. Um, my voice obviously sounds just about as, as well as it normally does after uh, after a match when I'm interviewing guys and so we're doing a live podcast. 
Can I mention how weird it is that we're doing live podcast? Not only can you see me, but Ray keeps walking around. Well, your camera's off, so oh, no, no one off. can see what you're saying, man. Well, now you can see me. And so Ray's just been walking around, and it's it's really weird. And I, I kind of hate it. And it's super zoomed in, so I don't really know what's going on. So I'm just going to turn it back off. Uh, so you guys don't need to see my jaw. Um, but I, I kind of hate everything about this. Um, besides the fact that we got to watch some soccer in Orange County, and it was a home, and on top of that, it was in their stadium as well, uh, in front of a decent crowd. So I think everyone kind of benefits from that one. It seemed like everyone had a, had a good time, um, even even before the goals really started flooding in towards the end of the second half. Yeah, the fans, you know, the the uh, the supporters were the, the ones that showed up to the match. They, you know, were out there. They were chanting for the match. Uh, it wasn't a full on, full force counterline coalition out there. Of course, it's a Tuesday night, cold. People have other stuff going on in their life. It's sometimes difficult, especially when it's a preseason match. But the, the fans that did show up did uh, do the coaching crowd. They were loud. They were chanting. They were trying to get uh, some of the other fans to do it. And the, the good thing to see is it seemed like there was a lot of maybe fans you would look at as maybe more neutral fans that were out in the stands. And it seems like they were having a good time. And it seems like as the game went on, you could hear some of those fans uh, – trying to cheer for Orange County and, and get the home team going. So that's another great thing to see on that is, is that maybe some of the neutral fans are potentially going to turn into some full-blown full blown fans here at Orange Yeah, I think some of those casual fans are enjoying it. And, you know, it's a good product to watch in the field as well. Um, it's preseason, but we're we're doing pretty well and, and playing pretty well. So. You know, there's, there's a lot to look forward to in the season. And I think if these people come and, uh, you know, having seen this product, expect something maybe a little bit more polished, you know, three, four months into the season, um, they'll be in for a good treat. And, uh, you know, if they're vocal, that's that's what makes the biggest difference here. Um, I think that's what everyone wants uh, as, as a member of the County on Collision. We're always happy to see other fans, other people uh, getting involved and, and cheering. Um, there's nothing... Hi, Ray. Uh, there's nothing, uh, you know, that's wrong with that. And, and really it shows that the, the league's getting a little bit bigger and team's getting a little bit bigger. And that's really what we want out of things. Well, this is where you can totally tell Dylan just does not like to show his face uh, when we are doing our podcast because he's throwing the camera off, which is why you're seeing a picture of my my myself and my son when he's talking because he's actually holding on to my phone as we do this. I'm holding on to a computer as we walk through an empty, a now empty stadium. Uh, but the, the the good thing when you look at the stadium, from what we saw, the pictures, I don't know if anyone checked on Facebook when I posted some pictures the other day of some of the puddles that were going on out there. The stadium's looking good as of right now. Doesn't mean it's going to continue to look good because I know there's more rain in the future. I think starting tomorrow here in Orange County, which let's face it, we're not used to this <laughs> uh, and our fields aren't made for this. So uh, hopefully it doesn't impact the upcoming game this Saturday. We have a, a scheduled Preseason friendly against University of San Diego. UCSD, the Toreros. Um, I got the, the rolled R. We went over this last week, right? Yeah, I don't roll my R's. Uh, the, so big hope you have, the big hope you have, though, you, when you get into all this, is you want to give this team or you want to see this team have an opportunity to put in work on the pitch in a game situation. That's the way they're going to get prepared for the season. And hopefully uh, it somehow continues with uh, maybe some luck from other nature and, and games don't get canceled or continue to get canceled on there. So. Yeah. If guys are getting, the guys are getting fit and they're getting some, some more competitive minutes than the, the, um, 
top of the box to top of the box little 11 v 11 scrimmages they're doing in training right this all bodes well um getting that little bit more space in opens up a little bit more space for runs which we saw a couple runs that were just given up on uh, our guys were a little bit slow getting there tonight um and a good amount of them I shouldn't expect to be super fit right now. Uh, Harry Forrester was looking a little slow tonight, but I guess on Friday he had said that he was running the whole game. So I think um, we'll probably see it. I, I'm guessing something similar to a little bit of Michael Seaton late season, uh, late season uh, surge from him as he's as he's fit and starts to fire and um, really gets gets into his, his best form. I think. So the good thing seeing with uh, Harry Forrester, he joined in. He didn't start the second half. He came in probably around the 60th minute of the match. And the good thing to see out of him, at least, is there was some communication going on with him and his teammates. He was definitely speaking with his teammates out there, trying to tell them where to put the ball, uh, where to uh, go and whatnot, which you like to see on a player that's just joined the team. It's not like this is someone that was with the roster last season and sort of is already – embrace that leadership role this is a newcomer that's coming in and being very vocal with his teammates but not being so in like a rude way or a way that you feel like he's gonna uh, alienate some of his teammates he was just trying to help show them uh, where to play the ball again he was playing in that second unit where you have a lot of players that are uh, on trial trying to make the final roster and trying to prove themselves so when you can have a uh, someone with the experience like harry forrester has had around europe uh, you really like to see that. And he's not just coming in trying to collect a paycheck. He's not just coming in to, you know, put in a season and, and maybe audition for somewhere else. It looks like he's coming in and trying to actually embrace a little bit of a leadership role and try to uh, make things uh, or help this team out in their quest uh, of obtaining a, a ticket to the USL championship championship match. That's weird to say. <laughs> The USL Championship Cup. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. Realistically, all of them and Brandon would not have brought him in. He's got that experience. He's got that boat. He was built on it. So, really, we should be like, If he's looking to make the jump to the next level, which he likely is, we're trying to get a spot that they're going to miss to. It's been a couple of guys do that uh, the last few years. That would likely be what we'd see. Um, someone vocal, someone uh, capable of leading so that he's showing off. He might not be the strongest guy on the pitch, but he's still there out there leading and trying to get the best out of everyone else uh, and give the team a lift. So, you know, we told you heading into this before the match, this is our normal podcast recording uh, night, but because there was this preseason match, we uh, definitely were out here trying to cover the match, and we decided let's try this whole, after the match, we'll just do a live podcast, we will get our phones, we will just do our thing. Um, if, if there's been any technical issues with this, if you've missed out on anything we've said, I apologize for that. We will definitely try and get this audio and put it onto our podcast uh, for release. This will be our official next episode of the podcast is what we've done here tonight. The player interviews live. Uh, again, something that Dylan and I have never really done. So this is, I feel like for our first opportunity, our first chance of doing this, it, de it went decently well. Uh, but I apologize if there have been any technical issues as you've been listening to this or watching this. Uh, I appreciate if you have been watching or listening for doing so. 
I think if we do the scan, we should probably pick a one place just to stand and, and maybe do it. But you know, once the season's going, we'll well, and it, we're hopefully never having to do this again. Well, the other option would be to find someone that can be maybe a cameraman, so we're not just sitting here holding phones up to our face, oh, yeah. uh, getting getting with uh, getting with the players. Uh, by the way, Dylan, I think is standing with uh, with someone. I don't know if we can get this person on really quick with us for uh, a couple seconds here. Here, come come with this camera right here. Okay. Yeah, his his phone. That's my phone. It's oh, we're doing video. Yeah, we're doing video. Aye, 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 we, aye, aye. <laughs> we are live on YouTube uh, for our podcast. Guy. You are. Dang. You are. So that we got good right there, at least in this light. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that do not know this face, maybe you're not an Orange County fan. Maybe you don't live in the area. You haven't been to a match. This is uh, Blaine over here. He's the, the, the head honcho or the, the king He's of the Camelot. the dad Fullerton. of the CSC. The what? The dad. The granddad, maybe. He's <laughs> been around long enough. <laughs> so we were talking about earlier. Uh, how long have you been uh, a fan of Orange County? Uh, this will be my eighth season, I believe. Eighth season. So eighth you went. Season. You, you go back to the Blues yeah, uh, Fullerton days. We Fullerton were, we days. Were, we were LA Blues then, but I was always pushing to be Orange County. So don't 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 call me LA. That's okay. That's okay. Well, the cool thing is, at least with Orange County S or OCSC, they actually embraced Orange County as opposed to other Orange County teams that have looked to add the LA name. Uh, really quick, just give us your <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us your quick impressions of, of this preseason match. What did you like out there? What do you think is a, a need for improvement? I mean, it's uh, it's preseason. You know what? We our movement was really good. Obviously, a few mistakes like you're expecting from some of the uh, younger faces. Um, but you know, it's hard it's hard to say because it was a really young Tijuana side. Um, so against them, we moved the ball really well. We held the ball for most of that match. Um, outside of that, I'm just curious to see how we progress. And then uh, who would be the man of the match for OC? <laughs> I, if you could pick one. I might have been drinking a little too much. <laughs> so, you know, that guy wearing orange. The guy wearing, wearing orange. orange. There yeah. we go. There we go. All right, ladies yeah. and that's Blaine. It's a 5-1 match, so there's a, there a lot of guys that, that contributed. So That's Blaine there. Uh, we've <laughs> talked about it. we got to get this guy on, on our show. He, he's going to try to make an attempt to come join us at one time for yeah, an official I'll, episode and, and join us for a full episode. Uh, and, I'll talk maybe before having too many beers. There we go. That sounds like a good plan. So just look out for something with a sort of Blaine. So that was Blaine, Catalina Coalition. Uh, Dylan, really quick before we uh, end things up, I know Blaine's going to talk to you really quick here. Uh, Do you have an idea of who you'd pick for man of the match, Dylan? Uh, I mean, (laughs) there's, what, 23, 25 guys featured, I think. Three goalkeepers and then, uh, I guess, two sets of 11, basically. Uh, and then Harry Forster, of course, maybe Sebastian Deplay because he had a really great game. But I mean, if you're playing 45 <laughs> minutes, are you really the man of the match? It's preseason. I'm not even going to bother with that until until it's competitive. Oh, come on, Quinn, Dylan. Come on, Dylan. Yeah. All right. Quinn was amazing. But we also <laughs> know that he's probably too good to be playing here anyway. So there's no really surprise. There's no real surprise there. But again, uh. Uh, I'll have to. We have to throw out the name Geo again because he scored two of those goals out there. Pretty good out there. So, um, well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna wrap it up with this because again, this was just something random we threw or we decided to do sort of last minute here, uh, live podcast broadcast from Championship Soccer Stadium. There you go, the stadium in the background. They have emptied it out. Fans have already started heading home. Uh, Dylan, really quick, random thought for our listeners on this episode. Oh man, I, I wasn't even thinking about literature at all. So you've really got me on the spot here. Um, That's what I do. Uh, that one really hurts. Uh, go read some Robert Frost, everyone. Uh, he's got the most 
uh, most popular poem, and it is extremely ironic in his his thought. Santiago College stuff going on right now. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, I I read that like a year ago, but uh, go read some Robert he Frost. Was like five years old or something. He was Wednesday night night classes. There you go. <laughs> I've got I've got day classes this year. Oh. Now everyone knows Ooh. my schedule. But um, anymore, Blaine. I guess read Robert Frost. I'll do it, Dylan, because I'll just go with the flow. All right. So, yeah, go read some Robert Frost. He was probably <laughs> or probably is, though he's passed, one of the greatest American poets. So go get some, some Frost on, especially with this cold weather that we've been having. It's so topical. As always, I have no idea who Dylan's talking about as far as who he wants us to read. I've never heard of the name, never read it. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Um <laughs> Oh, what, what do I have to say? Uh, you know, my random thought is actually could I guess be not too random is fans. You got to come out and support your Orange County team. Again, there was a decent turnout here. I know it was free tickets, uh, but decent turnout for a cold Tuesday night here in California, in Southern California. And, uh, you know, just do it. Come out and support your local team, support local soccer. If you're one of those people that likes to go watch LA Galaxy, LAFC, you have a team right here in your backyard that's pretty competitive in the league they play in. Yeah, actually support your local team. You yes. trash plastic. I'm just kidding. I won't be this mean to you in real life. Like, come support your local team. It's totally worth it. I might buy you a beer. Come hang out with Caroline Coalition in the stands. Chant with us. Uh, you know, I've brought people to these matches, and I've brought people that have been become returning uh, fans that uh, you know never even knew this team existed until I told them. So if if you are just now hearing about this team very recently, come out to more matches. Again, a great team, great experience, nice local stadium where there's no bad seat in the house. Literally every seat in this house is a great seat. Uh, even if you're on the end line bleachers, it's still an amazing seat because it only goes like 10 rows deep. So you're right there in the action. Uh, where and it's, it's super cheap. It's half the price. If you're sitting in the end line, it's half the price. At, if you're at StubHub Center or whatever it's called now. Uh, Dignity, Dignity, Dignity Health, Health Park or Sports Park. I don't yeah, really I know. know. Whatever. Who cares about the Galaxy, right? <laughs> and the, uh, the other great thing is... This parking lot behind us, I know, is like the VIP parking lot. I think they're going to charge something for it. But there is free parking just to walk down, like, maybe, like, a couple minutes past these volleyball courts. Oh, yeah, see, you could come to a match, and then you could play beach volleyball. And right now it's 9.15 on a Tuesday night, and there's, like, four full courts of beach volleyball going on. So you can actually come out, watch some soccer, and then get your exercise out there on the beach volleyball courts right after the match. Did I just mess, I messed hey, up something or not? Hey, hey, just hey, you just cut Blaine out. Wait. Are we challenging uh, Bandidos to a volleyball match? Blaine, go home. Coalition versus Blaine, Bandidos go home. volleyball. Well, I will say this, and, and I don't know if anyone's followed us on Twitter. And Red Fury. I love you, Red Fury. <laughs> uh, OGs, adding, Red Fury OG. This guy's just adding to our, our fun uh, little bit. No, uh, for those of you that don't follow us on social media, we recently uh, challenged – the uh, Phoenix podcast, what is it, Rising as One, we've basically made a bet with them. Whichever team wins the season series on points between OC and Phoenix, they will be allowed to take over the other team's podcast. So if Orange County actually gets more points in the head-to-head matchups against Phoenix, the Orange and Black Soccer Cast will take over the Rising as One, Rising as one podcast, and their fans will have to listen to us. We'll, we'll probably get Blaine I, on that I one. I'll talk about literature for like 45 minutes. Yeah, we're, we're just going to torture those guys. So uh, make sure you come support your team so they get the victories, especially in those matches, because we do not want Phoenix to win or even 
uh, draw against us. We want to get all three points in both of those matches again. So we, the orange black soccer cast can take over the rising is one podcast uh, at some point. All right. We're going to go ahead and do this. We're going to end it here. We, we actually went decently longer than I expected. So oh, yeah, I hear that pretty often. Yeah. Yeah. Up, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say that uh, for Dylan, for Blaine, who joined us here for a few moments for the players that were willing to come on and talk with us. Uh, and for everyone that listens to us, thank you for listening. This is the orange and black soccer cast and we are out.